Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are. I, I wanna, wanna wear, wear your skin. skin. We were trying to make funny faces for our Patreon video. We didn't do it very well. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty solid about my freaky face. Good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling Start good. Starting November it. off right. Yes. Oh my god, it's fucking November. I know. We've been doing this since March. April, I think. Yeah, or did, did we launch in April? But couldn't start recording. Yeah, I couldn't tell you either. But a really long fucking time. A long time. time. Um, this is episode 29, I think. What? I know. My so god. if you've never joined us before, um, we watch Lifetime movies. And then talk shit about them. Yep. And sometimes we drink, and sometimes we smoke, and sometimes we eat a bunch of Halloween candy. candy. (laughs) Uh, But always and forever, we are consistently judgmental. Yeah. Of these shitty movies and shitty people. And really shitty concepts and things that they're putting into the world as normative when they're not. Yeah. And we are here to break down the lifetime wall. Yeah! <laughs> Break it down. No no walls. No, no no walls. No gods, no masters, no lifetime. <laughs> um, so if you like what we do when you get to the end of this, don't judge us just by the beginning. Yeah, yeah. When you get off. to the end and you, you're like, man, give me more of that, um, you can sign up for our Patreon. Woo! And we have five different fleece blanket tiers. Um, go back and listen to our first episode if you want to know more about that. Yeah, Bad Sister, Naughty Nuns. Mm, it's really fun. There's a red bra that shows up consistently. Um, but we have a Patreon, and we have a couple of exciting things to say about that. First of all, we want to shout out all of our wonderful patrons that yes. we love so much. Uh, we love you, Amanda. And Boot Century. And Brian. Derek. We love Karen. Kel. We also love Leslie. And especially especially Cass. We love Cass. Because she has signed up for the five fleece blanket tier, which means what? spaghetti feet bowl. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yes. Kayla's gonna put her feet in a bowl of spaghetti and then Cass, along with anyone else that wants to upgrade, you can even just upgrade for the month and see the video. Um, can do that on our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash I want to wear your skin. Yes. Um, <laughs> speaking of people that we love, we also have a babe score. Again, this is, uh, referenced on episode one. Um, it's how many wonderful babes in the world are joining us. And today we are at 2,317. Too many fucking babes. How do we do that? We love all you babes. Yeah, you're fu- you're the fucking best. Like, how do you keep turning in? Like, obviously, we just like hanging out and shooting the shit and getting oh, fucked yeah. up together. But like, what are you doing? We but love talking you. shit about who watches Lifetime movies, but we've watched twenty nine Lifetime movies this year. So, so we are those people. I've actually watched more than that. I watched a couple before we started the podcast. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I held out. I, I didn't want to so. spoil it for me. It didn't so. spoil it. Yeah, anything. it didn't. <laughs> what are you going to spoil? What would you spoil in this movie? There's not even an ending. There's not There's not an ending. There's no spoilers because there's no, no there, story. There's, there's no nothing, conflict there's resolution. Nothing. No. Okay, so today we watched Till Death Do Us Part. Now... 
There is another Till Death Do Us Part movie that exists um, that was not a TV movie. And it looks a lot better than this movie. But it actually has less stars on IMDb than this one. Which is shocking. It's actually shocking. Yeah, because Jill and I were like, who the fuck watches these movies and then runs to IMDb and rates and reviews them? The people that watch these movies. Yes. So yeah. I guess us too. Yeah. Um, but, so, it's called Till Death Do Us Part. It stars, oh, wait, let me tell you what it's all about. I just, it's so important that it stars Haley Duff. It is. And we've been talking about this for, like, a couple weeks, because we were supposed to watch it before and then forgot. <laughs> <laughs> watch, watch something it else. It was actually was supposed to kick off bad. the spooky season, <laughs> yeah. but we fucked up. Yep, but here we are. Um, so, it is a... <laughs> just a fucking joke. Yeah. It is a psychological <laughs> thriller about a woman with a heart condition who begins to suspect that her new husband might not be who she thinks he is. Every aspect of that is just a fucking joke. Right? You know, I What just, heart condition? What psychological thrill is in this movie? That one time he showed up in the dark, that thrilled me for yeah, like yeah. two seconds you know it's a psychological thriller fucking memento or uh. like seven or shit man you can even argue silence of the lambs this is not a psychological thriller so don't no. expect this to have any kind of horror elements or themes it it doesn't fucking I mean there exist. is murder yeah but like murder but doesn't murder have to murder, be murder. yeah like i feel like lifetime has proven to me that murder is not necessarily just for the horror genre anymore no, no. like lifetime has its own murder genre pretty much i drove butterfinger all over my pants which i i've literally eaten like six butterfinger like i can't Halloween stop candies they're the fucking best oh yeah um so it starts Haley Duff. You might know her as the sister of Hillary Duff, also known as Lizzie McGuire. A.K.A. the more famous Duff. Yes. However, Haley did a great job in this movie. She did. Um, she was on Seventh Heaven for a long time. And also, I didn't know this, Adam's Family Reunion. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that movie and keep a lookout for her. Um... And the other guy is uh, name is Ty Olson. Uh, his character name is Kevin. He plays Haley Duff's husband. He was in like twenty million years worth of Supernatural, and then he also was on iZombie, NCIS, Battlestar Galactica. If you've watched the recent show that's on MTV, he was on this show called Slasher. Yeah. Also, Stargate, but, like, I've seen the majority of these shows, and I do not fucking recognize them. So he has he has a very douchey face, but then also a very forgettable face. I don't know, maybe you'll recognize him, but I just, uh, Jill did. I, I didn't have any fucking idea who this guy was. But I also just watched Slasher, so he's, oh, like, fresh in my brain. Yeah. And he was on, I think, both seasons of it. And then we have, um... Our favorite, the the goth punk adult sister of Kevin, uh, played by the actress Magda Apanowicz, and I apologize if I mispronounced that. She plays the character Jolene, and uh, she is best known Jolene, as Jolene, playing Jolene. You can't not No, do it. I can't. <laughs> it's my favorite Dolly Parton song. Uh, she has played like in ten different roles of the teen punk girl. So that's just her typecast, yeah. and that's who she is in this movie, too. I love her. She's like, she's like fancy punk, which I told Kayla is not punk, but it's like no. fucking Dior punk. Yeah. Yeah. She looks nice. 
All right, so the intro to the movie really made it seem like it was going to be a tight horror movie. Because <laughs> it was so good. I easily, the best intro to one of these movies, I, I'd say of all time so far. Yeah, it's just like, uh, well, the one where I mean would. I just, that song was so great. God, no. No. Yeah. No. Um, but it's like different vin- vignettes or like little scenes of... I don't know. Creepy like, shit. Creepy shit. It's a. It's almost like the lifetime version of the American Horror Story. For sure. Without the creepy, creepy music. Um. But then it opens up into a wedding, and a real wedding. Uh, yeah. So we constantly have to suffer through the world's most boring weddings. Uh, in these movies because obviously there's no fucking budget. So why blow it on having a realistic wedding? Just get a community center. It's fine. This was a real wedding. Oh, yeah. Like, they showed the walk down the aisle. She is wearing an expensive and beautiful dress. The reception afterwards is fucking banging. They're dancing. There's wine at every table. She says to him at the wedding, and this, because even in the fucking synopsis, it talks about her having a heart condition. Uh, She says... No dizzy spells today. Ooh. Like, she can tell her body when the fuck she's not going to get dizzy. Like, oh. what? Yeah, I can control my organs like that. Nope. Mm-mm. Not if you have a heart condition, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Then we meet... So they've gotten married. Kevin and Sarah have gotten married, and now they're moving into their not-even-finished house. Yeah. Cement house, like cement and glass. Yeah, it's supposed to be modern, but it just it looks like a death trap. And it it is. (laughs) Um, Where we meet the neighbor, Alec, and his dog, Sunny. Most importantly, we meet Sunny first. Yes. Um, But Alec shows up and basically tells Sarah that he's her new gardener. And she's like, yeah, we don't even, like, uh, I don't think we need that. And he's like, no, you need me. You do. I'm already, I'm hired. It's fine. Yeah. I work at all these other houses around here, and I used to work at this house before they tore it down and built this new house, so I'm just, I'm, you You just inherited me. Yeah. Which is, I don't do think you, how that shit works. Do you think that's where he lived with his past wife? Do you think that she is his past wife? I don't know what the ending yeah, is. Yeah, but yes, that is where him and his old wife lived. It was on that land. It was on that land, with, and that, remember at the ending when that mom was just like, yeah, their house got torn down. Yeah, living on the same exact... Plot. There's just no way we're totally spoiling this for you. Like you fucking care, guys. There's just how did she look exactly like her? Mm. She has to be her. We'll get there. Will we? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We got there and didn't have the answer. Yeah, I mean, we can't just tell them the ending right. and then be like, "Bye, guys." I know. We gotta. <laughs> stop. We talk. Okay, so uh, then they're in the house. And I have to point this out because I fucking hated it. Kevin sucks just as much as Brian did in the last movie we yeah. watched. Kevin's like, uh, he pulls up this painting that he has a lot of artistic ideas about, apparently. Um, and <laughs> it's so bad. It's so ugly. It's it's just... it's. Uh, it looks like a bunch of clown ball sacks. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. But he's, she's like, oh, like, did someone you know paint this? And he's like, it was just inherited, which doesn't answer the question. Uh, and then he's like, it's one of my most prized possessions, aside from you. Oh, so romantic. I don't want to be someone's possession. What the fuck, Kevin? 
but he he immediately comes across in the scene as like incredibly overbearing and clingy. Yeah. And like she knows it, like Sarah knows it. But, you know, it's the honeymoon phase. She's just kind of rolling with it. But, like, you can tell it's it's a little much. Oh. Because it is. So then, well, oh, the one thing that the we dream. forgot to, to mention is that they open up all these uh, shots with, like, a title sequence. So the wedding was the wedding. Super unnecessary. Yeah, and then moving into the house was moving into the house. <laughs> And then now we're First in... First day at new job. <laughs> and now we're in the dream. Which is a nightmare, so even that is a lie. Yeah, and it's... it's we, You can't really see what's going on, but it's it appears that someone is attacking her, and she's struggling, and she wakes up out of her nightmare, and there's an oxygen tank next to the bed that is never explained, but maybe we can assume it's for her heart, but... I don't she know. Has a heart condition. I I guess sure. So he you know masks her and she gets all ripped on O two, and but she's got to go to bed. And she's got to go to bed, because uh, she has work the next day, and he just is once again like, not we'll giving see. her her space, and it's just like you don't even need to work, and just like laying on her, and like if you can't catch your breath, like don't smother a bitch, like. Give her her space. No. So a bunch, bunch of red flags. Then, uh, they're, like, about to leave the house, and he, I don't know, touches her, and she's like, I can't be late. You're gonna make me late. And he's like, we're newlyweds. They'll understand. No. That's not how a job works. They won't. They, you don't just... Sorry, I was having a little hanky-panky. That's why I'm late. Is that okay? Yeah, also... We're newlyweds. She works at a school. Like, it is very important to be on time for these children. Yeah, and not be late because you're porking your husband. Quit with the porking. (laughs) Knock it off, guys. Um, Anyway, he gives her an apple. Oh, how sweet. Then she... (laughs) (laughs) Then she meets Ethan. Who looks... We disagree on this. I think he looks (laughs) like a fucking greaseball. Like, I think he, he just looks... He has a mustache and slick back hair. And know. this oversized 80s blazer, and he just... That's true. He also looks like, you know, he's like five days into a smack bender. It, well, he just he just looks rough. He does not look like he should be working with children. And that'll come up. Sure. Um, he offers... <laughs> he offers her a ride home from school, and she's like... Okay, he's like, bye kids, she has to go now. And they just leave in the middle of recess. Like, (laughs) all the kids are on the playground. I guess that's how that works. Let's go home now, bye kids. Yeah. Get home. Then, uh, Kevin comes home to his wife where there's a bottle of wine with two wine glasses and then Hannibal Lecter music playing in the background and she's like, I have dinner for you, dear. (laughs) And it could have been the beginning of a really great horror movie. Could have. Instead, he's like, I had a rough day at work. Let me chug this wine. I lost a patient. Bye. Thanks for making dinner. And then just, like, storms off? I mean, like, it was a hard... I can't imagine losing a patient, so, like, sure. Uh, I just don't like him. Yeah, well, yeah, as you will have good reason to. So, uh, it must be the next day, and Alec uh, is outside gardening, 
And Sarah brings uh, him nothing. Him she nothing. brings him nothing, Kayla. <laughs> it's supposed to be coffee and mugs, but she's acting like she's fucking juggling. Yeah, like. she's just flinging those cups <laughs> everywhere. And oh, it's just bullshit. And uh, he's just like, oh, this uh, this coffee reminds me of my wife's coffee. And she's just like, oh, you're married. And he's like, no, I'm widowed. <laughs> Which is just like. Ugh. It's just black coffee, so it's like, uh, okay, I'm not going to get into it, but it's bizarre. And then he's like, hey, how's uh, newlywed life? It's pretty tough, huh? And, and she's like, yes, he, it is. He says this like it's a known fact that like the newlywed phase is the hard phase of your relationship. And that's when I proposed to Kayla... And said we should get married and find out. Yeah, so we can just have a real rough first couple months. <laughs> well, we'll we'll act like we just met, and mm-hmm. then immediately get married, and then see how hard it is. Oh, hi, my name's Kayla. Jill. Uh, you want to get married? Yeah, I think I know enough about it. Tight. You. We should start a podcast. Done. Okay. And that's how we got here. Uh, I'm miserable. Um, but <laughs> it's really hard. It's been a hard road. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird like. Yeah, and she, and, she, says. and she mentions, she's just like, yeah, it's been tough. Also, like, in-laws are weird. My sister-in-law is over a lot. And he's like, oh, yeah, in-laws. I know about that. And, and it's like, it. okay. That's the story that we get. That's it. Um, then when she's done with her not coffee, um, <laughs> her sister-in-law and her best friend come over and both of them are also being overbearing in, like, this is what Sarah needs. Um, and the best friend, she, like, Sarah takes this sister-in-law's side on something, and uh, the best friend is, like, super not into that. So she's like, bye! Actually, she doesn't even say bye. She literally just leaves. Yeah. She just, she just hoofs it. And uh, she apologizes for a friend, but then they don't really get into it. No. And then it's just it's just awkward. It's just it's a really uncomfortable moment and you don't know what's happening or why. And then she's like, You wanna go see the back porch? And the sister in law is like, oh, if uh, I can drink my wine uh, out there, I don't fucking care. Okay, okay. What is life? Show me this cement slab outside. <laughs> um then the Kevin's dropping her off at school the next day mm-hmm. and he's like I think I need to take you shopping after school. And she's like, oh, Kevin, you spoil me. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's what husbands do. Uh, oh. All right. Okay. Is it? It's what husbands with McMansions do, I guess. I Sure. And then Ethan's just fucking standing in the background like a fucking creepo creeperson. Hi. And, Here uh, I am. and she's like, oh, Ethan, come meet my husband. This is my husband. He's a doctor surgeon. He's my husband. Uh, married, married, husband, husband. <laughs> Have you seen my ring? Um, and they like, you know, exchange, uh, pleasantries, but, uh, as Kevin drives away, he starts to just act really, like, weird and, like, worked up and, like, he's, like, holding his head, like, he has a headache and he's just, like, really obviously irritated. Can we get fun, creepy music? Yes. Um, so then when she comes home from work, he has surprised her with a gift of a sexy red dress and is then upset when she doesn't want to wear 
a very sexy red dress to elementary school. But I bought it for you. The next day. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's not really appropriate for a school. And he's like, I'll just get you something else. Fine. I'll just buy you a sweater suit. It's like, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just buy you lingerie then to wear to school. Like, it's very, it's very like, I don't, if you're so jealous, why are you trying to pimp her out to school children? He's I don't. All over the place. But before that, even in between those two things, she also has a conversation on the phone with her best friend. She's like, maybe we should take a break. Yeah, because they called to patch shit up, but fucking they get into it again. Yeah. And her best friend accuses her of changing, and she's just like, you don't get me now. I have everything that I ever wanted. This is my best life. Uh, a marriage and planning a family and living in my cement block house in the woods. <laughs> uh, then they're on their way to school because she's put on a different outfit. Yes. Because she must. Yes, and she, then, she um, must. As they're like, walking out the door, Alec comes over and he's like, have you seen Sunny? Mm. She's missing. Um, and Kevin's like, we have to get to school, Alec, bye, and, like, doesn't give one fuck about the dog. And it's so sad, because Alec is really distressed. Like, oh, yeah, he's, like, very, very he, concerned. Yeah, like, he is literally, he, if he's not crying, tears are about to come pouring out of his face. Like, mm -hmm. he is... He is a shredded man right now. I still hate thinking about it. Yeah, it's Ugh. that was probably the only scene that moved me. Well, and every scene subsequent where they talk about the dog being missing, I hated it. Yeah. Um, so in order to get her in the car and hurry her up, because like she wants to take a moment with him, and he's like, come on, we gotta go, you're gonna be late. And then as she's getting into the car, she's like, Kevin, like, his dog is missing. Like, and he's like, yeah, and a, and a child died oh, yeah. on my operating table a few days ago. I it's know like, what pain is. Like, what? Okay. This is, this is separate. Yeah, this isn't detracting from the fact that you lost a patient. Mm -hmm. This is just a different thing that's happening right now. No, like, you can have feelings for more than one thing at nope. the same time. I need you to only care about me. Apparently not. So when we're married, them. I need you to know. Oh, okay. You must only think of me. But no one else. But I really no. But I not like, even a dog. But I like I know, uh, but it's just me. But we candy and 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 white claw rules everything around <laughs> me. I'll, right, I'll get through it. Those things. I'll get through it. Um then when they get to the school, um, oh yeah. well, I don't know why I wrote this down after that, but I said that this sister like that must happen later. Anyway, yeah, Ethan. They show up to school and Ethan is uh, being escorted away by police, um, and apparently he was caught. Like child, it was child molestation, right? Was that what it was? Yeah, that they're. That allegations were made. That's so, like, right. he wasn't, like, he wasn't caught doing anything bad, so but... So it said that they, that they saw him or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like um, and it's a little bit of a weird situation because Kevin is like, I always knew, and which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. And then Sarah is like, but he's so nice. He couldn't have done this, which... 
is not helpful. Yeah. Um, like, you know, stick by your friends, but, but you also, you also don't just know he's this nice guy. to you doesn't mean that he hasn't done shitty things to others. Yeah, you, you have worked with him part-time for maybe a week. Like, you don't, he gave you a ride home once. Like, you don't know this guy. Yeah. Like, obviously, everyone but is even, innocent until proven guilty, but also, like, be aware. Even with your good friends, like, yes, you can believe that they, uh, didn't do it or for whatever reason... But I just hate especially the excuse of, like, because they're so nice. Like, someone could be a fucking saint to one person and still molest a child. Oh, yeah. Like, it just even if they're your best friend, they could be capable of that. Yep. So just let go of the whole they're nice to me so they're the best person. Yeah, humans are multifaceted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a new concept for people. Welcome. But hello. Um, then Sarah paints a wall red and sure. Kevin hates it. Yeah. And tells her to fix it, and is real pissed that she made a decision. And uh, her aunt's there, who's at the wedding, and blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, oh, that's, it seems unlike him, but, y- you know. But it is an ugly color, It's you know? It's pretty ugly. He, he is really weird about it, though. He's like, that reminds me of the operating table. Uh... Okay, dude. <laughs> like, and all even right. she's like, "All right, Kevin, chill out." Like, like I, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't paint a dead kid on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just, it's red. just a red accent wall, Kevin. Calm down. Um, then when Sarah's working next, Ethan's like packing up his shit at school, and she walks away from the children she's taking care of and is being paid to make sure they're alive, mm-hmm. uh, and walks over to Ethan to talk to him, and she's like, I just can't believe this. Hey, you want to come to our housewarming this Saturday? Yeah, hello, accused child molester. Uh, would you like to come to my housewarming party? And he's like, no, I can't. She's like, you must. And he's like, okay. <laughs> um... He says that he has to find his resume. That's what's why he can't go. Yeah. <laughs> just, Good luck, bud. Just make a new one. Yeah. Um, then it's the housewarming party, and Kevin and Sarah uncomfortably argue in front of other people. Oh, yeah. They're they're that fucking couple. Yeah. They're that couple that ruins everyone's good time mm-hmm. fighting amongst themselves. To be fair, it is their own party, but... Sure, but, you know... Still. Um, you know the first, first that first couple months of marriage, man. So tough, fucking rough. Um, then oh, and that she's like pissed because Kevin gives her like a surprise where his sister's gonna do some landscaping or like architect. I don't know something like adding something to the house, and so now she has a key so she can come over whenever she wants so she can do that. And Sarah's like. Hi, I would have liked to be a part of this conversation. I don't want her over here whenever she fucking wants to be yeah, over here. Yeah, also, like, I would like to renovate my own house that I'm living in. Thanks. Yeah. She had, like, already had plans of what she wanted to do, and then they just, like, sprung this on her. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin... Oh, no, that's something else. Uh, oh, then her best friend shows up. Yes, the one that they're on a break they're from. They're on a break, but shows not up, Shows up with their aunt. It's a little awkward, but they're just going to make it work. Yeah. And then Ethan shows up with a bottle of wine. Yeah. And he's like, hey, so good news. I was actually cleared of all charges, and I got my job back today. 
And she's so. like, I knew it! Yeah! Because you're so nice! Because you're a nice boy. Very nice boy. Um, and then he meets Jolene, and he's kind of taken with her. Well, I mean, Jolene is wearing a black and gray latex striped corset at yeah. this housewarming party. So, I think a lot of people will be into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then... Uh, oh, because Ethan got hired back on... Apparently that's who she was subbing for, which doesn't make any sense, but either way, yeah. because he's back, she, like, doesn't have a job at that school anymore, and Kevin's, like, stoked on it. He's like, tight, you could be at home all the time, now we can start a family, like, fuck your job. Right. And Sarah's like, I actually like teaching, like, I want to do that. Yeah. And he's just not giving a fuck about what she wants. Um... Boop, boop, boop. What happens next? Like, the next day, maybe, who knows? There's no time frame anymore. No. Uh, her and Kevin are, like, prepping dinner at the house together, and she uh, rehashes that conversation that they were having at the party. She's like, look, oh, yeah. like, I, I really need to be told when you are planning things that directly affect me, and I need to be included on those plans. Also, we got to do something about your sister literally being over here with no notice all the time doing our shit mm-hmm. for us. And he's like, okay, like, I'll promise I'll try better and I'll take care of my sister thing. But he n- says, we'll sort it out. Yeah, but like literally no like examples of how he's going to fix this problem or make it better or even really validating her feelings at all because Kevin's a dick. So we can't be too shocked there. Um, and, oh, but this is what really pissed me off. In the middle of her, like, very reasonably describing her feelings about, like, the sister and the plans and all that, he goes, man, you're really touchy today. Did you take your meds? Fuck you, Kevin. Like, fuck you, buddy. Like... Yeah, he's like, what's wrong with you? Did you take your meds? No, I'm, t- I'm literally telling you what's wrong, and no, it's not because of my meds, you fucking dick. Like, are, is that really gonna come up every single time she's irritated? It's like, oh, she must have skipped her heart meds. That's mm-hmm. why she's acting like such a bitch. If she didn't skip her meds, she's at least PMSing. All right, always. Um, so then, the next day, I guess... Mm. Before that, someone had called the house to uh, alert Kevin <gasps> You're right. that Ethan, all the charges had been dropped, and Sarah's the one that answers the call, and she's like, why the fuck are they calling Ethan, or why are they calling Kevin to tell him about this? Like, was he the one that... That reported him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she confronts him about it, and he denies it. He's just like... No, I didn't report him. I just called to check on the status of the report because I know you care about him and that you couldn't believe that he'd be capable of doing something like this. Which, first of all, um, once again, that's not how shit works. Uh-uh. You can't just call CPS inquiring about a report and then being told about it. It's not how and it works. And then them like giving you a call to let you know. Like, never no, would that happen. Never. Not even a little bit. 
Um, so then the next day, they go, he drives to drop her off at church again, and as they're school? pulling up, yes, church, I said church, <laughs> God, school, both places I hated being when I was, when I, um, pulls up to the school, and she's like, oh, like, there's no one here, that's weird, and when they get out of the car, um, there's a crying teacher running out, and she's just like, did you guys hear? Ethan's dead of an aneurysm. She says aneurysm. Aneurysm. Sure. <laughs> That's a medical condition. But, he, okay, so it's it's very strange. Like, one, why did everyone but her know? Yeah. Like, students included. Yeah. Uh, And how did they all find out in enough time to not, like, that just wouldn't happen. And why did but they also, cancel school? Yeah, why did they cancel school? Because one teacher died. Like, not that that's not a big thing, but that's just not a reason to, like, close school. No, man. Maybe the principal, that would make sense, but... Nah, you call... No, you call in a sub and you have an assembly. And then, you it's know, just, you deal it with it. It seems like, like... I don't know, it seems very strange. Um, Then... Uh, Alec thinks that Kevin stole or murdered his dog. Like, yes. he's like, I know you had something to do with it, Kevin. And Kevin's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Um, like, also, this is a bad time. Someone died. Please leave us alone. Come on, Alec. But poor, poor Alec. He still can't find his dog. Poor fucking Alec. Like it. It's super sad. Um, then Jolene drops a cup of coffee that wasn't in her cup previously, um, and sneaks a peek. <laughs> now you remember what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. I do. We watched it three times. She trips up the stairs. Um. It's funny. It's really good. But Sarah's on her computer, and, uh, Jolene, like, spills her coffee so that Sarah has to go get a mop, which is apparently 20 minutes away. And then Jolene, like, looks at what she was looking at on the computer, which is Sarah Googling her husband. Yes, for the first time. Which, I don't, like... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I Google myself, like, once a month just to make sure that weird people can't find me. Yeah. Like, you've never Googled your husband before? I don't know. It's weird. It's super weird. Um... So then you know that, like, something's off with Jolene, too, during this whole thing. Um, and then when she comes back and mops up this mess, Jolene's just like, so that Dr. Hospital Gala is uh, tomorrow night. Uh, you guys should have a good time. Also, just so you know, uh, Kevin's expecting a lot out of you. <laughs> and she's like, what? What? And she's like, he has high expectations of you. Because he thinks you're his dead wife. Like, uh, okay. Um, and then they, like, go to the gala, I think, and she gets mad at him. Right? That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, they go to the gala, she gets mad because his sister's there and she doesn't want to hang out with her, so she just fucking leaves. Um, and then she goes home and, like, is having troubles. She's, like, waking up in the middle of the night or something and she sees Alec confront Kevin in their backyard, and Alec is like, I know who you are. I remember you from your first wife. Um, and he's like, I know that you killed my dog. And so Kevin uh, kills him. Yeah. With, like, chloroform or something? Uh, no, so... <sighs> Formaldehyde? 
Alec freaks out after he's like, I'm going to call the cops. And Alec runs into Kevin's and Sarah's garage and closes the garage door, which don't do that because if you run into the killer's house, the killer has keys into his own house. So he's going to come in and uh, Dr. Kevin shoved a needle in the back of his neck and injected him with some like neon blue liquid. Clorox, who the fuck knows? Maybe. And... So, she doesn't see the murder, but she sees, like, the scuffle, and she's kind of drugged from all the pills she's taking, so she either faints or collapses, or... Throughout the whole movie, she's just popping pills. No one ever tells us what her heart condition is, or why she's taking pills, why she has oxygen... Um, and there are a bunch of different pills, too. It's not like it's one heart pill. It's like... And it's not in a way of, like, I take these with breakfast. It's just, like, whenever she's, like, not feeling good, she just pops, like, five of them. So it's just strange. But uh, then, yeah, she, like, passes out. And in the morning, Kevin's like, yeah, you tried to overdose on sleeping pills. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, I what? didn't. He's like, maybe you should see a psychiatrist. And Sarah's like, I'm not crazy. Which which is like, yo, chill out, That's not how that works, man. Yeah, that's that's not a good word to use and not appropriate and not what happens. And not everyone that's in therapy. Like, that's just, it's just, it's outdated thinking. Stop fucking thinking like that. Well, it's just, if anything, like, it's still saying, like, no matter what, this, you have to go there if you're at the level of crazy and, like, Crazy isn't an appropriate word for a neuro state, like a state of mind. No. Um, so she's just being a dick. But either way, uh, then she finds Alec dead in their garage, and she calls the police, and then she has to give a statement. Domino. She has to give a statement, and um, the detective is like, you might want to put some different clothes on. Because you are wearing pajamas. Which I was like, I'm good. Yeah, it's fine. Do I need to dress up to go to the fucking police station? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wear my robe, thanks. So she's giving a statement down at the police station, and uh, they have since called her husband, because I guess he was at work or whatever, and he comes in, he's like, my wife is heavily medicated and has a health condition and can't be out of the house talking to you. And pretty much, like, drags her out of the room. And the cops look at each other like, uh, well, these guys are weirdos. Surely there's nothing suspicious or weird here. Meh, we'll just keep going. That's fine. Yeah, no big deal. Um, and then he fucks with her memory and he, she's like... Um, I saw you arguing with Alec last night. He's like, no, I was at the gala last night and you had like passed out or whatever. She's like, what? That I thought that was two nights ago or something. Like he just fucks with her own memory that we saw what happened. Gaslighting. Um, then Sarah's like almost catatonic on the couch mm-hmm. and um her friend is like oh her aunt is like I can't believe this is happening again and her friend's like what are you talking about she's like well her mother was like this too she was bipolar and they act like bipolar is some hard and fast rule of someone like 
being crazy, quote unquote, how they're saying this. Um, and it's also like bipolar is a spectrum. It's not like a terminal diagnosis, which is how they're acting. Yeah. It's very fucking strange. They're, they're treating her like she's dying and also like she's damaged goods. Yeah. All at the same time. So that's that's pretty disgusting. They're also talking about her like to they are her. Yeah, like they are not sitting inches away from her addressing her and having a, a, a discussion with her. Um so fuck this whole situation. Then even after saying that she was heavily medicated, her husband's like, I'm gonna go buy a bottle of wine for us, okay? Yeah. What? Let's drink on those pills, girl. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you know the Lifetime Pharmacy has no adverse side effects to heavy yeah. drinking. No. Not all. unless they um, want you to be drugged. Yeah. Well, you know, wine isn't technically an alcohol with Lifetime. No, no. No, it's just go-go juice. Yeah. Um, then Sarah gets curious about her pills while he's gone. She Google searches... Uh, infinity shape on a pill which comes up with the pill that she has and apparently this pill causes hallucinations um which is strange um but keep that in mind yeah because we're like well we don't think we've seen hallucinations so far but maybe twist so she also this is where it all comes apart yeah she also then goes to his computer in his office, which has the um, surveillance footage of the house and outside the house on his computer. And she accesses it, and it is... She pulls up the video of the night before, and Alec is there with Kevin, and they are fighting. And somehow they have one of the rare surveillance videos... That also has audio of the outside. So you can hear crystal clear that Alex like, I remember your first wife, Camilla, and how she died. And I know you had something to do with my dog's disappearance, blah, blah, blah. So she tries to download this clip onto um, a hard drive and uh, take, tries and then sneaks out of the house. Goes to her friend's house, is like, I need your keys to your car, I need your phone, uh, because you were right, uh... Kevin sucks. Kevin sucks, Jolene sucks, I gotta, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So, she then goes to the cops, tries to convince them that her husband did kill him, and he's crazy, and all this shit, and they don't believe her, because there's no evidence. Well... And she only somewhat implicates him. She's like, just so you know, my husband was arguing with Alec last night. And they're yeah. like, okay. Cool. Um, sure. But they're all, they're so lax about it. Like, they're just like, they don't give this up isn't up. even like a tip. Like, I don't know why you're talking to me. Yeah. They're like, we won't know anything until the toxicology report comes back. So just buzz the fuck off. Um, and then, then the best scene of the whole movie, um... Sarah, like, leaves the police station and just walks into a coffee shop. There's a dude sitting there on his computer with headphones on, and she says out loud, excuse me, and then is annoyed that he doesn't hear her and taps him and is like, excuse me. 
And he's like, yeah. And she's like, can I borrow your computer? I really need to. And he's like, nope. And, like, puts his headphones back on. She taps him again. She's like, what about $20? And he's like, nope. And then she's like, it's an emergency. And then uh, gives him another 20 and he finally, like, stands up. And she Google searches her husband again. Yes. And then she searches, she just searches Camilla parents address and it comes up she's like great got it bye perfect out of all the camillas in the entire world and all of their parents Camilla parents that brings it she up she might have put the last name but still like doesn't how matter. do they know who her parents are it doesn't like matter. google doesn't know that those are camilla's parents no it's just ridiculous so anyway. she leaves the coffee shop annoyed that a stranger wouldn't give her a valuable possession and then drives to this address where a very startled woman answers the door because, as she realizes when she comes to the house, she is the exact spitting image of this lady, Camila, who is this woman's daughter and has since passed. And uh, there are photos of the mantle of Kevin and Camila. Once again, obviously, Haley Duff again. Um, Like, it being engaged, and she even has the exact same diamond necklace that he gifted her. And we find out that she was, like, an avid painter and had actually painted that That creepy clown ball painting that's in their house that haunts them. His most prized possession. Yeah, and she, you know, she goes fishing a little bit. She's just like... So, like, how was their relationship? How was Kevin with her? And she was just like, oh, they were high school sweethearts. They adored each other. He worshipped the ground that she walked on. He was devastated when she died. Um, And she's like, how do you know Kevin again? And she's like, well, we're married. And the mom was like, well, figures. You are possibly my long-lost twin twin daughter. Um, And so then she takes off. And then there's, like, this cut scene of, like, you see Jolene sitting on the floor of their house, like, holding her head, like, kind of having a mental breakdown, it seems, perhaps. Yeah. And then, like, something else happens, and then it cuts back, and it's Kevin doing the exact same thing. In the exact same spot. And it's, like, I don't know what they're trying to tell us. I don't know if Jolene is a hallucination, because, like, other people were interacting with her. Right. So, I don't... Like, this is where I thought that Jolene was, like, this murderous alter ego of Kevin, maybe. But then she interacts with so many people throughout, like, family members and also Sarah and Ethan. And Sarah's, like, and and, but Sarah was then also taking those hallucinatory meds. So So we just seen her, like reality yeah which you know honestly that would have been a cool twist if they did it that way like it the door was open just walk the fuck through lifetime but they didn't well it would have been like cool if she found out that he had been drugging her so much that she was his ex-wife yeah like if she really was camilla um, like, both of those scenarios, I feel like, would that have would been That would have been neat. so cool. But you know what happens instead? Hmm. Um, she confronts Kevin, and she's like, I know what happened. Uh, and him and Jolene try to kill her. Yes. Um, but they're unsuccessful because the cops show up for the, some reason and shoot Jolene. 
and uh, then that's it. Yeah, and Kevin fell on the knife that she wrestled out of Jolene's hands because for some reason Jolene was holding her at knife point. But it and then it, yeah, Jill's right. It's fucking over. That's it. And then you're outside the house, and the cops are like walking her over to a car to get her somewhere else. And she's just like, so did he kill? Uh, so here's the thing. Obviously, her name's Camilla, but Haley Duff can't pronounce Camilla. that. She only pronounces it as Camilla, which is just, it drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> and so she's like, did, did he kill Camilla? And they're like, no, he didn't. But apparently her death broke him. And he's been like deeply disturbed ever since. So then what was Jolene's deal? Why like, was why? she? Because there was a scene that we forgot to say where Jolene and Kevin are talking, and Jolene's like, "Do you want me to take care of this? Like you said that this time would be different. This has to go off, right? Yeah, and, and it's you're like, getting sloppy, so I should take care of it. It seems obvious that they have some sort of murder plot together. Yeah, and but I guess not. But what? But but who are they? Is it? Sarah? Yeah. And why? What are they getting out of her? Like, he has all the money. And. It, so, Jolene. Just, did they kill Camilla? Is her name Camilla? I don't. What Was Jolene just unhinged? Was or, she real? Was she a hallucination? Was, was Sarah a hallucination? Was she obsessed with their brother? Uh, you don't know because <sighs> then she just, like smiles and nods towards the house like her entire life hasn't been obliterated and just plops down in the car smiling like yep that's it that's how it worked out okay and then credits hard credits that's it that's it so many questions like there's literally no there's just more plot lines thrown at you and they're like but we don't really know how to end this, so... Okay. That's it. it. Yeah, so we ended it. Is that enough? Yep, here you go. All right. Roll scene. So, I I don't know what to say. I, like, I, I honestly don't know either, because that's I that's actually it. really enjoyed it up until all of the twists that never tied together. Yeah, you know, I actually was also having a great time until the twist that I felt coming never came. Yeah. <laughs> never came at all. So all this build up, all this tension, all this psychological thrill. It was a real blue ball of a movie. It was such a fart. It was such a wet fart. Yeah. So, that's what that was. How many fleece blankets would you give it? God, it's so hard. I know. This one is a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I'd give it three because it was fun until, yeah. like, like, literally like, the last, like, five, ten minutes were like, wait, what? Um, but I had... It was fun throughout and it, like, he was shitty but they framed him as being shitty. Like, yeah. it, that wasn't... I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna... It two fleece blankets yeah, right. for pretty much similar reasons, except for the fact that I literally, when I watched it the first time, and the and the ending happened, it happened so quick, you know, it's a 90 minute movie, and the ending happened in like a minute and a half out of this whole 90 minutes. Yep. So I literally re- rewound 
the movie to rewatch the ending because I'm like, I, I missed it. Like, I, I missed <laughs> yeah. what the twist was. Well, I thought that I hadn't watched. I was like, I wasn't paying attention, yeah. but I think I watched you it. You did. And I just didn't. Uh, so, yeah, and there's, uh, there's nothing, like, I would rather take a bad twist any fucking day than the lead up to a twist and nothing. I so. would rather have this one versus... Um, that one movie we watched where all of a sudden there was surprise child molestation. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, it, yeah. I would I, take a shitty non-ending over that. A hundred percent. But, yes, over, like, a bad twist. Yeah. And when I say bad twist, I, I don't, rather have that. I don't mean a, oh, hey, there's a surprise rape. There's a surprise child molestation. There's a surprise, it's like, no, just like, uh, you know, there were gorillas uh, in, the basement. in the basement who... That's why everyone was sad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see those gorillas being really down there. I can't put that together, but all right. Fucking nuts. <laughs> At least we have answers. Because we yeah. don't tonight. We no, don't we tonight. No, we have literally none. Not no. even one. There's usually at least one thing that is answered, or at least given, like, a pathway, but we weren't given anything with this. Yeah, I don't have shit for you. It was like when she confronted him about what she was mad about, and he was like, we'll work it out. Yeah. It's like, that's we'll what they it. said to this plot. They were like, well, we'll, we'll do it. And yeah. And then it, it was, they were done shooting, and they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're like, oh, Wait, we didn't. We forgot to put an ending in there. Yeah, that's okay. Well, we'll, we'll just, just slap it. it in. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. Um, so again, don't know, I don't want to pet you right now. No. Uh. That's gonna happen. If you want to join our Patreon, now is a great time because really, really, really soon, Kayla's going to make a video of putting her feet in a bowl of spaghetti. Yes, I am. Because then, hey. Possibly in the next week or two. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna ready. schedule that. Um, and otherwise, just join our Patreon because you get to watch videos of us and you get to join our private Facebook group where you get to watch the movies along with us. Yeah. Um, it's really cheap. Um, the, the most expensive thing is $20 and that's the bowl of spaghetti. So yep. everything is much cheaper than that. Um, and you get yeah, a lot of extra content. Fun. So if you could leave us a review also Please. on iTunes, that'd be super cool because more yeah. people will see us. Um, shout out to The Bad Copy bad for copy. featuring us. We love you. And if you've never checked out The Bad Copy before, it has punk news and interviews and stories and it's so fun things. It's a really great website. Yeah. Really great people. Um, and they've been kind enough to let people know about our episodes. So Which, you can find us there. Once again, don't know why. Thank you so much. Yep. We love you. Love you. Um... And we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. Um, with some other, hopefully, plot-ended movie. Yeah, you know, no promises now. Because no. now we know now we that know. they're out there. Yep. The truth is out there somewhere. It's gotta be. Anyway, uh, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I, I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin! skin. Bye! Bye.